Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So the good news for the Lakers is against every other team in the NBA, they're five and two. The bad news is against Oklahoma City Thunder, they're zero and two. The bad news for the Thunder is they haven't beaten anybody in the NBA yet. Good news is they're two and zero against the Lakers. It's you got a just, long road begins with the first step, buddy. It's just ended at Staples. The Oklahoma City Thunder overcome a 19-point deficit. This is one of the worst teams in the NBA. <laughs> overcome a 19-point deficit to beat the Lakers for the second time in a week and a half. Remember, a 26-point lead to Oklahoma City the first time around in an unforgivable loss for L.A., which they blow the lead and they come back at the end and – 
Carmelo Anthony hits a three to bring the Lakers within one with a few seconds left after Lou Dort hits a couple of free throws. Lou Dort! Russell Westbrook takes the inbounds pass, dribbles up to the three-point line, about about 10 feet behind the three-point line, clangs up a three, game ends, Lakers lose to the Thunder, 107-104, and Russell Westbrook is getting trashed all over social media. Now, the first thing I want to say is this. Certain things are the Russell Westbrook experience, right? This is what, when you sign up for the Russell Westbrook experience, this is part, you got to take all of it. Oh, right? it's a you, deluxe package. Yeah, you can't just take the parts you like, right? It's like uh, it's like when you make a trade in, in, in Major League Baseball. Hey, we'll give you this great young player uh, for your team. Great. Yeah, but you $30 million salary of this guy we want to get out from under. All right, we'll take that. Because you're not getting the young stud unless you're taking the guy with the bloated salary no, too. That's right. This is the Russell Westbrook experience. It's, and this is why I'm here for it in its full glory because it is spectacular. It is maddening. It is frustrating. It is everything, right? Tonight, he had a huge turnover, right? A huge turnover uh, near the end of the game. And after Mello hits a three, and Mello, again, with a standing ovation coming into the game for the yeah, Lakers. Of course. He's like the most loved Laker right now. He had 21 off the bench. He hits a three, to, and I don't think on the final possession, with seven seconds left is a lot of time. Not that you could have gotten the ball to Mello, but I don't think Westbrook even looked. No, uh, it, he, it, it he was immediately like, went for the shot. This play was Westbrook up the court and 10 feet behind the, the three-point line on putting up a shot. And, of course, it clangs out and the Lakers lose. Now, I, I don't know what was drawn up there, but clearly I don't know that the play was si- simply – Frank Vogel simply drew up, hey, uh, Westbrook, just take it down and take the shot. I don't think that was the play. I'd be really surprised if it was, <laughs> but I don't think that was the play. No, uh, I don't know that there was a play, though. I think it was you trust Russell Westbrook to bring the ball up and his court vision is going to find an open man. Now, did his teammates necessarily get back down the court to a place where he gave them an easy look to set them up for an open shot? No. No, he didn't. they didn't. So uh, while it all fall on Russell Westbrook for clanking a shot and with about four seconds remaining and not taking one more dribble and another look-see, uh, I, I think multiple players and coaches are culpable. You gave up 107 to OKC again. And we've talked about this for three weeks now it's they can't play defense and once again when you need a stop you got open dunks right not even a a guy in the lane to contest like oh there's the extra pass and a thunder dunk I thought it was going to be one of those hanging on the rim technical fouls or that Russell Westbrook was going to start jawing at the at the guy again you know with about 12 seconds left or whatever the time was and as it came tick down it was another one of those situations of all right you're showboating not that you're at zeros like the last time but uh you've got short memories and now you're taking a second loss to okc how huge absolutely massive defeat uh and of course the lakers are playing this game without lebron james and this is going to be a storyline that we follow. And I'll, I'll, I'll say that I'll be the one to kick it off because, you know, people are going to just take this over the course of the next few days. They play without LeBron James tonight. And he is the day LeBron wasn't going to play. Here is the question no one wants to ask that everybody is afraid to ask and doesn't even want to bring it up because oh, the result is a really big deal. Could we be seeing the end of the LeBron James we know because of his body breaking down. 
Right now, yeah. LeBron James, for the longest time, was the healthiest guy in the NBA. I remember talking about this a couple of years ago on the show. I go, you know, we really have to understand and, and give him credit for the health that he has had. Mm-hmm. As big as he is and as physical as he plays, being able to be injury free for his entire career, that is something, man. I mean, he, damn cyborg. He was he, Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. Yeah, he didn't have any injuries. He didn't have any. The biggest thing that, that slowed him down was cramps in the 2011 finals, yeah. right? But, but it's cramps, okay. But now look at what's happened, right? He comes to the Lakers. He's been eminently healthy. He gets to the Lakers. His first year with the Lakers, groin injury costs him 20 games. In this spring, ankle sprain, he missed five weeks. He's already had a leg injury now that he's missed a couple of games to. Now he's got an abdominal injury that could keep him out a week or or more. Now this is a big deal because, like I said, he has been healthy his entire career. And now here's his time with the Lakers that has been dotted with injury. His first year missed a ton of time, right? Then you're talking about the next year with, the okay, we had the stoppage so LeBron was able to get a lot of rest all the time off because of COVID coming back and playing in the fall, winning the championship, right? The the veteran teams coming back after all that time off, they're fresh. They can play fresh for a while. And now this year, and then you have the long season for LeBron where he misses a lot of time coming right back and, and misses five weeks and the Lakers, he never gets it going and the Lakers losing the playoffs. Now here you are again just a few months later and it's another injury. This is now three injuries for LeBron James in the last few months. And you go along with the injury that kept him out of that the 20 games his first year and yeah this is not something that is crazy but you have to understand that you know look the father time is undefeated right thing you hear all the time nothing more true in sports than that father time is un- except with tom brady father time is undefeated <laughs> and eventually lebron's body was going to start betraying him and now we've seen the ankle has been an issue the leg was an issue now the abdominal strain uh, these are not hey here's a freak injury and he planted his foot and his his ankle bent back you know th- these are all, these are these are some stress injuries these are wear and tear injuries that's got to be a big concern i know the lakers don't want to ask that question because they think okay our our window is still open because lebron is still lebron and yeah we'll dial it back a little bit because you know when you're 36 37 years old you know you're still not that same guy but 36 37 is at least the area in the nba major league baseball uh you know clearly in the nfl you're long done by then but 36 is about the age where you really start to see things slow down in a big way for an athlete right in, in baseball and basketball it used to be 32 33 Right. That was the, you know, about 15, 20 years ago. Was, you get to be 32, 33 years old. That's it. Right. That's the end of your career. You, yeah. Or you really see the end of your prime and you're kind of out of the league by the time you're 35 or 36. Now, because players take care of their bodies better now and because they, you know, they train all year round, they're smarter about things. That prime that a player can play with has been extended about three or four years. So now guys are playing really great until they're 35 or 36. But that gets to be the point where everybody starts to see that downtick. And LeBron is a, is, has been able to play physical. He's seen a lot of minutes, a lot of heavy minutes, more minutes than anybody in the NBA over the past 20 years. So yeah, this is a real thing. And I know the Lakers don't want to talk about it. And nobody else does, but we could be seeing the end of the LeBron James era because of health and and the Lakers have to figure out is it playing him less minutes is that going to work is it not having him bring the ball up is do we have to go to Russell Westbrook bringing the ball up because it's more stress on LeBron does he have to take 
games off because it's about playing games. It's not about mm-hmm. the minutes are in the game. It's about the games itself. But the Lakers now have to really manage this because that's that's a that's a reality that okay, I wasn't even thinking about this. I'm just thinking how are they going to mesh and, and we have Russell Westbrook and LeBron and AD and now here's another. It's already the second time he's been hurt this year, LeBron. Uh, this is a really really big deal. Yeah, well, as we've talked about it the last couple of weeks, I raised my hand on it a couple of times, just saying, well, the regular season, as we know, doesn't matter. Just get to the tournament, which means what? Any back-to-back opportunity for him and Anthony Davis to sit down, you sit them, right? That At this point, you, you have to maximize uh, the opportunities for minutes, right? I, I joke with Madeline in her soccer games and her defensive mates have picked up on it. If you got a second to, that you get to take that deep breath and pause, you take that deep breath and pause. Get your LeBron minute in, right? If the ball gets kicked out of bounds, don't go running after it. Tick, 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 and slowly walk it back in for the next throw-in, right? Get your rest as you can. For LeBron, that's going to be imperative. And, and in theory, that's one of the reasons you brought R- Russell Westbrook in is, is to help with that. Now, how it meshes on the court, that's the only part of this equation right now uh, that still has a very large coefficient and a huge circle around it because we haven't quite figured out what it has to be because we're, we're probably not going to get to see them paired enough right now when we talk about the the myriad injuries you know logging in you just went through his last couple of years and let's face it age 36 historically that was the anything anybody that was succeeding beyond that the eyebrows got raised and whispers and and what are they doing what did they do to change their their habits and their training programs and we know now guys you know spend millions of dollars hell that's part of the Aaron Rodgers uh situation with the Packers in the NFL right now right is trying to do something else that he thought was going to work for his body that didn't fall in line with what the PA agreed to well here for the Lakers they've got to figure out the defensive part of things but I've been arguing for years that it's you know getting ready to be that part of LeBron the next evolution where he's got to be down you know doing that turnaround jumper like Michael where it's not necessarily him driving the ball up as much, but all right, I'm going to back you down in the low post uh, without necessarily the same bumps and bruises that you would have gotten, you know, trying to body up on Carl Malone and all those guys back in the day. That's right. I brought up Carl Malone and the shot that is making the rounds right now, right. In terms of uh, the spotlight moment of how disastrous this loss is right giving up a 19 point lead to the thunder is Shea Gilgis Alexander pulling up from about 15 feet behind the three-point arc with 118 remaining and draining a three-pointer to make it a six-point game (laughs) Lakers called uh, a timeout now uh, Austin Reeves came back and hit a three-pointer of his own just 10 seconds later but it was just one of those moments like really this is this is what we're up against now really it's kind of like the moment we were watching you know on Thursday night football uh, when they they threw the touchdown pass to the lineman it's like all right now all bets are off we have no (laughs) idea what's going on but for LeBron James yeah uh, if you haven't seen him in person go find those tickets Go find those opportunities in a town near you because that window draws a a little bit closer. Not to to bury it and, you know, triple lock that door just yet like you're in Scream or something. Uh, But it's getting closer. And and that going for Westbrook and trying to build the squad as they did this year, uh, I think that internally. The situation in, in which the Lakers clearly planned on, hey, let's maximize 
whatever we can get left out of LeBron. So let's go for Russell Westbrook, right? If, if that's mm-hmm. the way they proceeded, not knowing when the end was coming for LeBron, it makes sense we're going to go get a guy like Russell Westbrook and not a guy like Buddy Heald, right? Because we're, we're building for now, and, and, and LeBron knows Westbrook and trusts him, and this is why it's going to work. Clearly the Lakers knew, okay, listen, we're getting to the end of LeBron era, but we still got a little bit of time. I really don't think they think it's coming now. And, and if it is, I, I don't know how you adjust because they're clearly not planning for it to happen now. Because if, because if it does, you're going to get games like tonight all the time where it's going to be Westbrook and Davis and they're going to put some points on the board. And you got to hope that Melo gives you enough and you have enough to hold on to beat anybody who's younger than you are. Because not having LeBron and not having peak LeBron, yeah, that's a really big thing. It's, it's, you can't just say, well, they should. No, not having LeBron and being peak LeBron, yeah, it's hard to replace. You can't just say, well, we'll put some young guys out there. Um, all the games will look like tonight, and that's, that's really difficult. That's, that's an over-the-hill gang that the end of the season could get really ugly for the Lakers. I mean, I'm hoping not, obviously, I, you know, LeBron is, is the NBA, and the popularity of the NBA when LeBron retires, good luck. You know, it's like the PGA saying, well, what happened? We'll be fine without Tiger Woods. Oh, no, Tiger, we still need you, man. Uh, so that's going to be a difficult thing. But right now, the Lakers, that, that's, that's the big concern, is that forget about blowing a lead tonight to the, to the Thunder, and we've blown it twice already. It's um, how you going to survive if LeBron can't stay healthy and, and, and you've not, you're going to see a much more diminished LeBron James when he's in the lineup for the rest of the year. That, they're not ready for that to be a now question. They're ready for it to be an answer and a question, hey, in a year and a half or so. No, they're not ready for it to be an early November of 2021 question. Nope. You thought you had a two- to three-year window. Perhaps that is shrunk a little bit. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. Finding it harder to perform at your best as you age? Fight back with M-Drive, the daily supplement for driven men who refuse to let age beat them. M-Drive supports healthy testosterone levels and boosts energy to help you regain your edge. Visit mdriveformen.com for 20% off your first order with promo code SMITH. That's my last name, Smith, S. M-I-T-H. There's free shipping and a 60-day guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdriveformen.com. That's mdriveformen.com. 20% off your first order. Promo code SMITH. S-M-I-T-H. Free shipping and a 60-day guarantee. Well, coming up, we got much more from the National Football League. A shocking reality for one NFL team coming off a of Thursday night football. Jets, yo. And uh, we could see the end of the Odell Beckham era tomorrow. In Cleveland, details on that straight ahead. This is Fox Sports Radio. Yes, sir, brownies. Juice. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, Frank Vogel, Lakers head coach, just said of Russell Westbrook's last second shot, the three he went for without looking to see if anybody else was open. He said, yeah, we want a better look than that at the end of games. Hey, no blank, Frank, really? You want a better look than that? (laughs) Um, Watching the replay 
Uh, Melo had just hit a three to bring the Lakers within one after a couple of free throws. The Lakers have a chance to tie the game, and they don't. They lose to the Thunder again. A 26-point lead blown in a loss. Now a 19-point lead blown against them in a loss. They can't beat the Thunder. Um, Watching this play again, it doesn't look like Westbrook was going to be able to get the ball to Melo because Melo was kind of coming around to the where he hit the three from the beginning, you know, right, right, right in the center of the floor, and it didn't look like he was going to get there. It looked like there were two guys on him, but it didn't matter because Westbrook didn't even look at him. You know, I don't know if Westbrook said, "Well, right. I saw it in the corner of my eye." No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't look that way at all. So if one person is on Westbrook straight up, and two people are on Mello, that means somebody's wide open somewhere. Rather than you taking that shot, I mean, yeah, I, I get you couldn't get it to Mello because everybody was on him, right? But again, yeah, you got to figure out something better than that, which is the Russell Westbrook experience. Enjoy it. You got to be here for the good. You got to take the bad as well. It is the Russell Westbrook experience. Well, no LeBron in either of these losses. I guess that's the one small consolation you take if you're uh, a Laker fan and you're in that locker room, but you're like, didn't, didn't, this is the reason we brought Westbrook and. Carmelo and we did all these moves to make this roster for nights like this where LeBron would either be on load management or helping edit videos for Odell Beckham Jr. to get out of Cleveland (laughs) or whatever the hell he's doing. Right? So... I had to do it. They yeah, can play okay. it. And it's, and it's not hateful. I got nothing but love. I hope he's well, right? The the league's better when he's playing. It's it's not quite Astros-esque, right, where there's a legitimate, all right, I don't like this team because of what they did. But I understand if folks have a little bit of LeBron fatigue. For me, it's I just want to watch the best play each night. So when he's missing, yeah, the the game suffers a bit, right, and isn't as as splashy. But then they go out and lose to the Thunder, and now you you get a lot of uh, handwring. We're, we're barely into November, man. We're barely we're six weeks away from when people are supposed to care about the NBA. This is all supposed to be an extended <laughs> exhibition. It was only you were only supposed, supposed to, to be blow. an exhibition. That's all it is. Throw uh. the damn towel. Uh, and we're supposed to be six, seven weeks away. Instead, what do we got? We got a problem. We got a problem uh, here. And we yeah. got a lot of vexed fans. I mean, look, if Jason Kidd was still on the bench next to Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel would be really nervous right now. <laughs> he would just, like, elbow him off the bench and go, okay, it's my team now. We're all good. I know you I'm won the, the title, but that was a long time ago. That, well, that's that's a lifetime ago uh, <laughs> when you lose twice to the Thunder, blowing 26 and 19-point leads. Mm. So we'll have more on this, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. But two big things out of the NFL tonight. First of all, as far as Thursday night football goes, it was a craptastic effort by the Jets. And we spent a lot of time on this, did our alternate broadcast of the Jets-Colts game, spent a lot of time talking about the Jets. And they get boat raced in the first half. The Colts have the football four times. They score four touchdowns. And the Mike White night, it was supposed to be Mike White night. Yeah, it, it was. It was supposed to be. You only suppo- It was supposed to be Mike White night, and it wasn't because he looked great on the first drive and threw a touchdown. Then he got hurt, banging his forearm against a defensive player's arm, and he, he couldn't play. Hopefully he's back at practice next week. That's what Robert Sala said earlier tonight. Um, but then Josh Johnson who has played a a grand total of, I think, six games in the NFL in the last decade, uh, comes into the game, 19 yards and three touchdowns. He was a bad tipped ball away from having a 334 touchdown, no interception night. 
and and helping the Jets. Yes. Spread. I mean, really, it would have been a great backdoor cover right there. You kidding? That would have been outstanding. That would have been Deep Purple knocking at your back door. We're knocking at your back door. Here's a conversation I didn't want to have, but we have to because I have to be realistic when it comes to the Jets. So far this season, we have seen Mike White, who was barely in the league and had never started a game, didn't really get any reps because Zach Wilson got all of them. Show up last week, throw for four touchdowns. His jersey goes to the Hall of Fame. He sets a record for completions by a quarterback in his first start. Tonight, White starts out great, right? But then he gets hurt. Then Josh Johnson comes in. He throws for 320. Both quarterbacks combined, 400 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick tonight. Now, forget about the defense. Forget about not talking about that. Both quarterbacks, both backups who have barely played. Look, Josh Johnson was out of the league for five years before he came back for a cup of coffee in 2018. Hadn't been in the league in 2019, 2020. Comes back now. He's had no reps. Yes, it was garbage time. But still, for the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, made the game at least somewhat close. How are those two guys able to move the offense and Zach Wilson cannot? All right, for the first time, I wonder, is he really the franchise quarterback that he's supposed to be? Because he's he's had everything. He's had all the advantages. He's had all the reps in practice. They didn't bring in a veteran because they wanted him to have everything. They brought him along. Everything they needed to do to make him succeed and put him in a position to do what they have, and he has struggled every single week this year. He's shown some moxie. He's shown some talent. He's shown some flash to things that he can do that not many quarterbacks can do, not many throws they can make. But he can't move the team and he can't put points on the board. And here come Mike White and Josh Johnson who have back-to-back 400-yard games through the air. And they put a lot of points on the board. Um, Yeah, I'm really nervous about Zach Wilson because if these guys can get it in this offense, it shows you it's not Mike LaFleur's offense. It's not suddenly why we start out. Maybe the Jets starting out slow was Zach Wilson starting out slow because with new quarterbacks last couple weeks, guess what? It's touchdowns in the first quarter. It's points in the first half. It's a lot of yards on on, on the scoreboard. Uh, Yeah, I'm concerned about Zach Wilson. See, I'm not. I mean, I am overall. I mean, it is the Jets. Uh, And Robert Sala was brought in to at least give you some defensive competency. And, well, what did we watch tonight? Uh, Just an exhibition. Really, it looked like an exhibition for much of the much of the game. Uh, and watching Johnson flinging around as we saw Mike White the week before. Look, both of those guys, I mean, there's no pressure. Zach Wilson is still at that phase where he knows every throw is being critiqued. Uh, the fish wraps have it out for him, and, I mean, they've already got the placement, the design of the back page, just a matter of what the headline's going to be uh, based on the stats and the loss uh, or the expected loss along the way. So, you know, I, I think some of this is you got you got two guys in White and Johnson that are playing more or less with house money of, all right, we're going to go out there and we're going to take some shots, and they did. And Johnson did. Took some shots downfield. Hell, that ball in the the last interception. That's a touchdown pass, but, you know, gets a finger on it and floats and and you get picked off. And I think uh, around Nevada and wherever wagering is legal and even where it's not, people all went, oh, that was a good run. We almost got our money. But you didn't. Uh, but I, I think part of it is you know, game planning as well, different structure for the defenses that you're playing. 
and knowing a young quarterback and tendencies and inexperience. And look, you, you've mentioned Johnson not exactly logging heavy game time, nor as White. So it's not like you've got some really seasoned veterans like it's, you know, Fitz Magic getting back there. See how I worked him in? We haven't talked yeah. about him in weeks. So I kind of miss talking about him and his beard. And mm-hmm. his math, mm-hmm. math skills, and and just his all around uh, genius nature that people love to do with him, uh, but I I think there's there's something to it is that you you've got the rookie who's going to be gripping, uh, and who's going to put a little extra squeeze on the ball, and he's going to be a little er- erratic, and the injuries that these guys don't care about Johnson and White why because they're just going out and playing. Right, it's, uh, what what every movie you've ever watched that was a football movie? What do they say? You know, go out there and fling it like you're in the backyard. Right, 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 right. Just <laughs> just go have fun. What's right, Al Pacino saying it yeah. to Willie Beeman. Right, yeah, let the kid do his thing. It's not about the kid. Let him do his thing. And they call Comanche. Right, they call they call Comanche at the end. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think there's a there's there's something to that uh, of what you're trying to accomplish in the long term plan for Zach Wilson, but in the moment, knowing that is it, it is at the infancy, right? You're just starting that race. The, the, the opening gun just sounded, and you're getting trampled uh, in the initial part of a marathon. And unfortunately, Zach Wilson has gotten trampled in that mm. initial part of a marathon. Mm. He has. Look, and it's, it's, it's not that he doesn't have the talent, but you have to put it all together. And, mm-hmm. in, and they've given him every chance to do so. And I, I get the game was moving fast and hopefully getting this chance to sit back now for a couple weeks, things will slow down a bit for him. But when you see, I mean, guys like Mike White and Josh Johnson go in and light it up, you because not not everybody's going to make it, right? We like to think every guy that gets drafted at sure. the top of drafts is going to make it and be a superstar, and it's not, right? Like one out of every three guys is maybe okay. Maybe they will. One of every three quarterbacks taken in the top ten will become a star. One will be serviceable for a bit, and one will be a bust. The Jets will always find the bust. Don't worry. But but that's you know just just because he was taken number two and he's got he's got incredible arm talent, uh, you got to be able to put it all together. And and for him not to be able to do it, yeah, I'm a little concerned right now, Mike. I mean, I, I no, I, I, I understand that. You're vexed. I'm I'm certainly looking at it. Look, the best looking offensive output by the Bears was when the head coach was in a hotel room because he had COVID. What does yeah, what does that say for your season? That's, that's right, true, yes. we're going to watch the, you know Justin Fields, and you're going to see more design runs, more spread. It'll be interesting because in theory you're going to get both Montgomery and Tariq Cohen back to that backfield and Khalil Herbert's been pretty nice in their absence not to make it about the Bears but same kind of thing where you you're, you're missing pieces and components of your offense but you know there's parts of the guy's skill set that haven't even been put on display right and you saw a couple of throws this past week uh, from fields that were encouraging likewise with with the Jets every now and again right we've seen uh, a few spots where it's like all right Wilson's starting to get it and then just as fast as it flashes, you know, it's the Thanos snap and it's gone again. But I, I think it's the long road. You know, we talked with Jay Glazer last hour and, and he said, you know, folks around the team express that fear that he's trying to win it all. It's like trying to hit the seven run homer, you know, when you're down seven, nothing in the Astros, you know, in a clinching game. Hi, Houston. Uh, so, <laughs> you, you know, you, you can't get it all back with one swing. Likewise, you know, you're a young quarterback. you got to realize you can't get it all back when your defense sucks with one throw. 
right? It's got to be methodical, which is the worst way to have to run an offense because you don't have a lot of big hitters, and maybe Elijah Moore becomes that guy. But if you're going to have to go to long, protracted drives, that's a dangerous way to live in the NFL, right? Because of penalties and you know ball security and chance-taking and just ricochets, right? Going back to Patrick Mahomes the other day. You get hit by the ricochet. Sorry, that turnover's still on you, even if it hit your man in the face, right? It still goes down as, oh, what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Did you see the play? You saw the play, right? You saw it? You know, it's going to a place like New York or Chicago. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to feel that squeeze a little bit more. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. And uh, according to Pro Football Talk tonight, we got a big scoop on what is likely going tomorrow. According to Pro Football Talk, the Browns plan on releasing Odell Beckham Jr., Tomorrow, Now, as Mike Florio says, plans can always change, but the plan is right now to figure out some sort of arrangement where Odell can be released, his salary won't get claimed on waivers, and he'll be free to sign with anybody he wants to. Because the last thing he wants to do is have to go through waivers and go, all right, I'm not going to be a Brown anymore. Oh, the Jets claim me. I don't want to do that, man. I really don't. Uh, Look, things have gotten really bad. Obviously, the story this week with his dad, uh, with OBS, putting out a big uh, uh, video of all the passes that Odell wasn't getting from Baker Mayfield. Oh, by the way, OBS making this happen. So he earns that nickname OBS because his dad putting that video out is going to get Odell on a new team. Congratulations. Um, So the thing with Odell is that if this happens tomorrow, he'll pass through and he'll become a free agent. And what's going to happen is there will be three teams, I guarantee it, that are going to wind up being in big time competition for his services but I'll tell you the team that's going to win because the teams are going to go for are teams that really need something that are contenders no one's going to even he's going to be 29 no one's going to go for it where hey we might be okay no he wants to pick where he goes those three teams are going to be the Chiefs the Ravens and the Saints because all of those teams could take a chance on him. Look, I don't think Odell's going to be more than just a serviceable guy because he's not suddenly going to be great when he hasn't been in a while. Uh, so, yeah, so that I, I think that's where what everybody's going to find out. But when it comes to teams needing something – yeah, the Saints really need help at wide receiver. They find out that Michael Thomas is going to miss the rest of the season. Look, the guys they have now aren't lighting the world on fire. Marquez Callaway's just a guy. Traquan Smith, just a guy. Uh, but 
they're playing well. They don't absolutely need him. Same thing with the Ravens, right? The Ravens are looking and saying, hey, man, everybody's just faltering in our division. We're going to win this. Yeah, we need somebody else because Hollywood Brown can't be the only guy to catch passes, and Sammy Watkins is underachieving. But do they really need him? The team that needs him, that is the most desperate, that will go get him, is the Chiefs. All right, because the Chiefs right now leading the league in turnovers, they're looking for answers. There's not a lot you can find. You're not going to suddenly just fix things. Oh, we fixed it all. You need more weapons. You need somebody that can that can that can be a responsibility towards the defense. Where hey, we can't just put people over the top and bracket Tyreek Hill or or worry about uh, Travis Kelsey. They need something else, and this is a great gamble. We've watched the Chiefs do it before. They picked up Le'Veon Bell the end of last year. It didn't work out for him, but the fact they did it tells me, hey, we'll do something like this. They are desperate. It'd be a mid-season jolt of electricity to the team. You know, just like teams get at the trade deadline, the Braves brought all those new players in. Look, they rode that to the World Series. Uh that's what the Chiefs are going to do. They're going to at the end say, this is who we want, and Odell Beckham's going to say, yes, I'm going to go play with Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going to be the difference, and this is going to be great. The Chiefs are going to wind up getting him because it fits for both sides. It fits for him to go there, and it fits for them to take the chance on him to try to salvage this season. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Look, we did the Aerosmith <laughs> trifecta yesterday. Uh, all, all these songs that you remember with Alicia Silverstone uh, in the videos, and it looks like well, Odell's going to get his opportunity if they can get make the math work to send him out and try to find that sweet spot where he doesn't get claimed. Uh, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. How active do you think his agents are tonight? All right, you got these three teams. You got those three. When you're done with those calls, you come back to me. We need to figure <laughs> out where the prices are uh, and how this situates. But, yeah, I mean, you got a number of teams that could use a wide receiver. Then it becomes a question of fit. And, and out of those opportunities, the Michael Thomas, I, given all the other stories in the NFL, the Michael Thomas timing of saying, hey, I'm done for the year, really didn't get a whole lot of a second thought about it. Like, dude, quit. <laughs> like, and and I, I hope he's okay, and I hope his, you know, everything heals, but just the timing of it, it's like, really, right, at, right as the trade deadline finishes, now you tell them that you're done? I, 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 I just don't get it. Uh, but when we, we look at Baltimore, they've got a young core. Is Odell necessarily going to fit there? Because then Lamar's got to change from what he's already been learning and adapting to to now try to integrate a guy who was used to once upon a time getting 10 targets a game. That's a tough task. For Green Bay, you got Devontae Adams. Look, I'd love to see Odell Beckham Jr. get back to 2019 numbers, get past all the injuries that he's had, right? Uh, what do you have? The sports hernia. He had the, the core injury. He had, you know, torn ACL. Like, all these things add up that have, have deprived him from time on the practice field and, and outside of his, you know, rehab efforts and, and certainly compromised him in games would love to see him get back to the guy of yesteryear I don't know that it happens but given Patrick Mahomes uh, ability and willingness to put the ball up if you keep working your route maybe we can get some of those spectacular throws back and we know Andy Reid will look past the noise to give guys another chance Right, whether it was you didn't really get a true shot in a prior stop, you had some injury issues, or you had some off-field. I mean, you've got a roster even now that has a number of guys that got a shot with him that wouldn't have necessarily gotten one elsewhere. So why not see if you can't get Odell Beckham Jr. to come in and commit? 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, don't forget, our Best of podcast goes up in a few minutes on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get it. Subscribe, download, listen to us, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Again, we will love you forever and ever. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it is there. Big stuff we had tonight from Jay Glazer on the Browns, on the Jets, on Odell, on everything else. My buddy Ben Maller coming up next. Josh Johnson, yo. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.